Hello, agent. Another two, you say? Let's get this show on the road. Welcome back to Park and Bark, a theatre podcast all about touring, regional theatre and what life on the road as a working actor looks like. I hope we're all doing okay this week. I know January is a bit of an odd one for a lot of people, so if that's the case, I hope you're all being nice to yourselves and doing lots of nice things for yourselves. Before we kick off this week's episode, there was a little bit of news from Equity this week. Um, They've been negotiating for changes to the ITC agreement, which is the Independent Theatre Council Agreement. And they've been successful in securing a few changes, uh, including an increase to touring allowances and relocation allowances, which is really good. Um, Now, the ITC generally covers smaller scale productions, and it's worth noting that this is different to the commercial touring sector, which tends to favour the bigger UK tours. At the moment, these changes don't affect the commercial touring agreement and um, the bigger scale tours, but this is a little victory and it's certainly a positive step towards creating change in that area in the future. Um, I think this is a massive example of how equity and the power of being in a union can create change. And so I'd always urge anyone, if you aren't already, to join equity today as we're stronger together at the end of the day and hopefully more change is afoot. Um, I actually volunteered to be an equity debt for the first time on White Christmas and I found it to be such an eye-opening experience. I've always been very passionate and very vocal and gobby when it comes to flagging things that maybe aren't working great within our industry and I felt like being an equity debt has really broadened my knowledge actually and helped me to back up my passionate feelings with the correct information. Um, So I'd always recommend volunteering to be an equity dep, at least once, um, if you're an actor or cast or crew working on a show. And I think negotiations that are about to take place in the next, um, or in the near future, sorry, could be really beneficial to the touring process if successful. So yeah, any performers listening, Please, please, please join your union. I think it's really important. Uh, Okay, that aside, today's episode is our penultimate White Christmas episode. And we have a few guests, actually, which is a lovely change, not just the one. Um, This is a Park and Bark backstage edition, which means today I'm going to be sharing with you a few conversations I had with the legends that make the show happen behind the curtain. First up, I hopped on up to the wig room to meet our gorgeous wig team, Craig and Vic, chatting about a bit of everything, actually. Um, They've got an exciting venture coming up, so they mentioned that, and there's all sorts of lovely recommendations thrown in there. Makeup, places to drink in Liverpool, um, and Manchester, actually. Uh, We then hot-footed down to the stage right wing to meet our lovely crew and sound department, Kyle, Adam, Nick, and Bobo combined. before hitting up the quick change area to meet our cracking wardrobe team, Melissa, Nicola and Cassandra. Um, I hope this gives you a little insight into what happens backstage and in particular, what has to happen at the end of a tour. These conversations were recorded before and during both our penultimate and our ultimate show on White Christmas. 
I hope you enjoy. And as always, please like, share, subscribe and get in touch if you fancy via the socials on at Park and Bark Pod or via email on parkandbarkpod at gmail.com. Presenting Craig, Vic, Kyle, Adam, Nick, Bobo, Melissa, Nicola and Cassandra. Park and Bark. Twas the night before closing at the Liverpool Empire. <laughs> and where are we? Where am I right now? I'm in the wig room with Craig. Craig. <laughs> and and Vic. Full names, please. Oh, Craig Forrest Thomas. Yes. Victoria Molly Fenton. Molly. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Including the middle names. I don't know what was your middle name. Molly. I'm going to call you Molly Molly? Why am I? <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. Pals, my new besties. When are you going to teach me how to make wigs? I'm looking at you, Craig, with no, your workshops. Vic, Vic can teach you how to make. I can teach you how to make one day. I can teach you how to dress. Yeah. Yeah. Can you teach me how to do Vic, my own hair? make them and I'll dress them. <laughs> I know. I did speak to um, Sam on WhatsApp this morning. Sam Cox, who designed the wigs for this Samuel show. Samuel James Wigs. Yeah, Samuel James Wigs. <laughs> That's what he's called officially, isn't it? Um, and we will tag you, Sam. Uh, I was talking to him this morning um, about going into the studio and learning how to knot wigs. I was like, please teach me. I want you, yeah. I'd love to do that. Do it. It's a good insight into like the effort that you guys have to put in to make us look fantastic on stage. Which you do make us look fantastic um, because I get so many compliments on that wig that I wear mm. in this show. That's nice. Yeah, because you're very good at your job and you're very nice. <laughs> so I don't mind telling you that. <laughs> but here we are, coming towards the end. Yeah. And it's uh, <coughs> roughly around 4 pm on this Friday. The 30th of December. Can't believe the year is oh over. That's mad. And what are we doing currently? What are you both doing? <clears throat> We're just getting the wigs ready for the penultimate time <laughs> for the show. Showtime um, Yeah. What's it in? What's we're coming in, in? Well, we're getting the wigs cleaned. Uh, we're blocking them off. So. <laughs> What's blocking them off mean? So, like, so you've got this strip of galoon, it's called. And then you've got all these tiny little pins. Yeah. Which are like sort of an inch long. Yeah. And then you're blocking up the front lace in like a zigzag pattern so that you're dispersing all the pressure so that when you start handling the wig, you're not going to rip the front of the lace. Right. And it gives you a good structure to work from when you're doing a restyle or a set or something, you know. Yeah, on a block. On so a block. Got like on a, a block here. Yeah. This is a bit of hairspray there. Um, <laughs> this is a. Um, a wig block which is filled with cork right. and then it's covered in like a sort of calico-y fabric canvasy yeah. thing um, and that's what we work on yeah it's got a bit of cling is that cling film yeah and then we cling film it just to protect the block yeah because um, you don't want any moisture getting in that otherwise the cork will go mouldy mouldy whose wig are you doing are you doing Monique's at the minute I'm doing Monique's which yeah. is beautiful. She's got a lovely wig, yeah. Yeah, blonde. Um, nice and blonde. It's in a, like, a 1950s style. So she's got like a nice big wave at the front and then a nice little side wave. And then her sides kind of scoop up and back. 
and then she's got like a mass of curls at the back of her mm-hmm. head um, and then her mic pack lives um, under her wig as well right which um, adds a bit more volume um, and kind of changes the direction of how you dress things because obviously the minute I put that on her head everything goes up because yeah, the mic lips. pack pushes up so you have to just dress it further down to compensate for that once yeah. it's on her head um, so yeah, starting with Neeks and then Vic has Alex over there. Yeah, we've got Alex. She changes style a little bit, Alex, so she starts in like a little bun at the beginning when she's a nurse. And then oh. we have a little quick change style for when she goes into like self go. She comes into this little pony, which is a nice little curl at the back. I love that wig. I love that yeah, ponytail. And she's got a nice big wave at the front as well. Lovely. Mm. So just giving her a redo, because they do a lot of a lot of dancing in them, so you need a little zhuzh. Yeah, so you've, you prep the wigs now and mm-hmm. you reset them and if, uh, for instance, if like the curls at the bottom of Monique's mm-hmm. wig have dropped, mm-hmm. you would put some curlers in them and reset yeah, you'd them. Put, yeah, hot rollers. Yeah, hot rollers. Um, just because they're generally a bit more gentle right. than like a tong. Right. We don't tend to tong as much um, just because it does knacker the hair. Right, okay. Um, whereas the hot rollers just gives us a nice, softer look. Um, and if we really want to do her like a full set, then we'll do like a wet set and put her in the oven to bake. Put a wig <laughs> oven? A wig oven. Not, yeah. a, not a general No, no, we well, can't use a general oven. You can? Yeah. Shut up. I've baked wigs at home before. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get up to today, Craig? I yeah. baked a wig. My husband's been like, um, why is there hair in my lasagna? <laughs> oh, I love that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Hey, you learn something new every day. And you clean the front of like, so you've got the net, um, the lace at the front of yes. the wig. Um, and you clean that. What do you clean it with? So you can use acetone or you can use IPA, isopropyl alcohol. Amazing. Which is just going to... Take off any makeup and residue and glue and yeah, get it all nice and clean again. Very yeah. satisfying to clean the lace. Is it? Get all that makeup off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's a lot of makeup going around in there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Talking of makeup, so do you supervise the makeup on the show as well? Do you? I no, I don't supervise don't. the makeup. No. Not what on, do you not do? Not on this one. Okay. So I'm I'm head of I'm Just head of wigs, hair, and makeup. So. Um, I will look after the designs that Sam has right. put in place right. um, and make sure that everything that he's set up is being adhered to and mm-hmm. that the look of the show is how he left it back in Trudeau. Because it is a specific makeup style again, isn't it? Because it's the 50s. There's obviously some stylistic things you have to adhere to. Yeah. Like... My eyeliner flick works, doesn't it? I mean, I love yeah, my yeah. eyeliner flick for everyday life, and I'm like, please, can I use my eyeliner flick? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think everyone's becoming really good at doing makeup nowadays, and the idea of having like a show makeup is kind of redundant now. Like, mm. you should be able to walk outside after the show with your normal makeup on, yeah. and people aren't like, oh my god, you know? <laughs> because let's face it, like, there's a lot of people out there wearing like full contoured faces. Yeah, that's become the norm, but. We've been doing contour and theatre for decades. Yeah. That, that is what we used to do. That's pan sticks and pan stick stuff, and, yeah. But people are now using pan stick to create these 
really contoured faces, you know. Yeah. So actually stage makeup, because of the lighting nowadays, it's so soft and it's so good. We don't need to do all this structural stuff unless you're doing a proper character makeup, you know. Um, yeah. But no, this show's lovely, you know, like nice 1950s, so all the girls have a nice little gentle flick, mm-hmm. um, a nice red lip, punchy red lip, quite matte, um, quite, you know, apples of the cheeks are always nice and pink. And, yeah. Um, just to try and give you that little vintage look. What is your recommendation of makeup brand? Do you have a favourite makeup brand that you love? Do you know, I, I mean, I, I hate to say that I do love MAC, obviously, yeah. but MAC is great for theatre because mm-hmm. the range of colours is incredible and their pigmentation is just second to none. Um, but I'm loving Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, we love Charlotte it. Tilbury. I do love Charlotte Tilbury. We do I love hope she's her. listening to this. We hope she says hi. I'll tag her. You know, she can give me a bit of a... <laughs> um, she's an icon. She is an icon. What is so beautiful about her, and especially for this show actually, she has lots of like, it feels quite vintage in her palettes and her pigments. Um, It works beautifully on this show actually. A lot of her her range does for sure. And that's what I used on Lorna when we did this morning. I used a lot of Charlotte Tilbury on that and it worked really beautifully as well. Yeah. And I know you love it as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I bought a new Patrick Tarr palette, which... I think is relatively new over here. That's he's, a, he's a makeup artist yeah. Yeah. in America, but that is quite similar pigment-wise to Charlotte yeah. Tilbury as well. Um, I thought I'd try something new, and I alternate between that and my little Charlotte Tilbury palette that I've got. But I love the the Charlotte Tilbury lipstick because mm. I find that sometimes mm. with Mac, and I do love Mac as well. Similarly, mm. the colours and stuff like. Russian red for shores is great and yeah. ru- the classic ruby woo yeah. whack a ruby woo on um, but the red that I've got from Charlotte Tilbury is just so like moistured and yeah. and yeah. rich it looks expensive Yeah. it looks more expensive than the Chanel lipstick that I bought to wear for Evita yeah, yeah. when I was on Big Books <laughs> but yeah I just I love I do love her stuff I think she, she has that other side where she caters to like the care of women's beauty as well as yeah. the look of it. Yeah. Max maybe more about the look, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I love about her and what I love about, um, I don't know if you've looked at much of like Trini London or anything like that as yeah. well, is they cater to all ages yes, and all skin true. tones and they've just really got it right, Yeah, I think on that front as well so it's really inclusive mm. in every sense of the word mm. it's just different needs Dif- isn't it yeah um, because again you wouldn't get the colors you know say i'm if i'm designing something really bright and colorful for stage i'm not going to probably get away with that with charlotte yeah whereas i know that i will with mac because yeah. they've got such a good range of those fashion colors yeah and um, but then if you're doing a really lovely beautiful makeup natural makeup mm. go to Charlotte it's, yes it's just lovely well I mean Wicked use MAC right for Elphaba yes of course and yeah. stuff like that so. all the chroma keys and stuff and we used MAC on Shrek because um, of, of all the colours of colour yeah. range for all the characters you know yeah it was perfect speaking of like makeup and <laughs> prosthetics and stuff like that mm. you two after this what are you doing I'm doing 
Yeah, you, you came from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And you've gone back on to Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. So where did you start Mrs. Doubtfire? We started in Manchester at the um, Manchester Opera House. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing. We opened for a month there and started transferring. When's our first performance? May. May something. Yeah. May 12th, I think. Sick. At the Shaftesbury. So how was it being in Manchester for that amount of time? Did you so pick up a lot of good places? I mean, I think this is your first tour this right now, tour, isn't it? Yeah. But from what I've gathered, you're really good at exploring. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw quite a few um, a few places in Manchester. Um, loved like the Northern Quarter and stuff there. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, just like you can wander around Manchester and find it just has like endless bars and like restaurants and like cool spots. Probably a lot of speakeasies, which you would enjoy. Yeah, I love <laughs> a speakeasy. I'm all about a speakeasy. Like full yeah. out of feeling. Just I'm just me on TikTok looking for speakeasies. You find a lot of pride in finding a good speakeasy, don't you? I'm like, get it. Like we were walking the other night. We went. We can give a shout out to this place. Yeah, we can. What, what was it called? Berry and Rye. Berry and Rye. And Jeff was like, "I know this cool spot." And like, we were walking along really casually, and there's this place that looks just like a derelict building. <laughs> I was just like walking past it. She just goes up and knocks on the door, and I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> and she was like, mm, "No big deal. It's just, it's just in here." And then they opened the door, and you were like, "Room for three. Like, room for three. Loved it. Kind of loved both. it. And I was like, oh, like "This is so cool." And like, that's the old romantic in you. I am an yeah. old romantic. Oh gosh, don't we know it? <laughs> On one of the most romantic shows currently. <laughs> Feeling all the romance. Um, yeah, that is Berry and Rye on Berry nice. Street is great. Can you remember anywhere in Manchester that stuck out to you? We went to, um, I didn't go to like as many cool little places like that, but we went to Blues Tech. Yeah, our tech, our hours were a bit mental. Oh. Tech. 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 Ah. It was a new show. It was a new show, transferring from Broadway, so we had like um, all the American creatives over for a while, so I was kind of workshopping bits of the show as well, Mm -hmm. so I didn't have as much time, but it was nice that this was our last stop, because the show was very established when we came here to Liverpool, Yeah. so I've had a lot more time here, but the time I did have, we went to this place called Blue's Kitchen quite a lot, which is it. Opposite. <coughs> is that the same Blue's Kitchen as like London? Maybe. I don't know, this is the first time I've been to one. But it's very cool in there. They had like, they had live music like every night. Um, it was very fun, went there quite a lot. And um, Canal Street, we were always in Canal Street. Canal Street is, is the one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, what is this? This the stagey bar. Oscars, that is the one. That is the... Oscars. The bar on, I'm pretty sure it's Oscars on Canal Street. And it was quite a stagey. We never went there. Bar. I made friends with um, a lovely drag queen called the, um, Vivian Lindsay, who came to our opening night oh, of nice. White Christmas. So good to see Vivian. So nice. Like, <laughs> Vivian Lindsay, shout out to you. Um, and she was dressed the same as, as Betty Haynes oh, in the really? audience. So we were like, ah! Um, with a like, really gorgeous ginger wig as well um so yeah i used to go to oscars a fair bit i popped in a few times which is cool but yeah the opera house is near like uh the alchemist and places like that as well as yeah we went to the ivy a couple of times that was fancy that's very 
Oh, nice, because that just always is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you remember what that drag queen's bought that does Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, Alexa Stone. Alexa Stone. Oh my gosh. Honestly, so good. In Manchester? Um, I think. I think yeah, she's. Yeah, she's. Yeah, in Manchester, yeah. yeah. Um, that's There's so some, good. some drag queens that do a very good Mrs. Doubtfire. Fantastic. It's hilarious. How is it working on Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, so good. What's like the best part about it? Because obviously we know and love the <laughs> film. I've not seen the musical. I mean, yeah. it's exactly like the film. Like it'll give you all the emotional mm. feels. And more. And more. But the like the prosthetics and stuff like that is that. Yeah. So there's, is there loads of quick changes and. Yeah, there is loads of quick changes. I don't have to say too much. Oh, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> but it is it is phenomenal, and I was so lucky I got to go to Broadway to see it before oh, it closed. So um, the company flew us out so we could see the show and learn it backstage and then <clears throat> we spent the whole of Manchester just really workshopping it and learning the show and yeah. getting into the bones of it and so that when we get to London we can just smash it Yeah. Um, and there'll be a few changes and I've taken over as the UK associate designer so <gasps> we're going to like workshop a few little bits and bobs and yeah. it's, it's going to be amazing I think it'll be so good when it hits London so yeah. I'm so excited to see it. And to come visit you. Yeah. And harass you. <laughs> no, we're so excited to start it. You can be our assistant number three. Oh my god, <laughs> don't when I've learned how to knot wigs and like dress them. Yeah. <gasps> I've already asked Vic to get me a dressing job. <laughs> I'm like, employ me, I'm down from March. Oh gosh, fun employment. So this is your first tour, Vic, and this is your job. what tour? Craig? This is my 19th <laughs> You love a tour? I'm 80. <laughs> and what, so you've done 19 tours, right? We can't yeah. go into every single tour, but no. what is your favourite tour? Some of them have been like short, like this, like short, you know. Short and sweet. Like two, three month tours, which is lovely. Yeah. Some two, three years. Well, two years maximum, two and a half maybe. What's the longest one you've done? Probably, oh, probably Shrek actually, because that was two and a half years, yeah. Yeah, and you went with Shrek, you did the UK, like? We, we just did the UK. Okay. We were the first UK tour. Right, okay. Yeah, and we kind of sat down for a month in each venue, which was lovely. Oh, that's much better than yeah. weekly, isn't Minimum it? Minimum two weeks, and then maximum like a month. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I did The Lion King, that was six months per <gasps> venue. I think in we one were, place? Yeah, we were in Bristol for six months, and then... Manchester was four or five months. <gasps> yeah, it was bonkers. One can only dream about sitting down <laughs> in a place as long yeah, as that. I mean, yeah, it was nice that we used to get like an apartment and we'd like buy cushions and make it all, you know, homely. Well, you move there, don't you then? Yeah, pretty much. You like live in that months. city, so it was great. Gosh. I mean, I was single then, so it was easier to do that. But yeah. I couldn't do that now. Obviously. Craig has, is now married and has a really cute dog and a cute horse and that's what you've been doing on your that's, that's my girls you got your girls that's my, my children what's your horse called she's called marilyn but what's her other name oh evita <laughs> evita the second evita the second stagey. i was like you stagey thing yeah, i never called her that so <laughs> such a beautiful horse though yeah she's stunning that's nice that you get to like check out of this bubble and go and yeah i think you need it yeah like when I was younger, I did used to immerse myself in like tour, mm -hmm. personal life, and 
it all blurs into one, doesn't it? Yeah. And that's amazing, but you know, you spend so long working on your career and sometimes you go, oh God, I've not actually made a life for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if this doesn't exist anymore? Mm-hmm. Who am I and what, what do I do? Like, where do I live? I, you know, yeah. I used to be so nomadic being on tour all the time. I never knew where I was going to settle down until I met my husband and I was like, okay, let's settle down in the Midlands. And, yeah. you know, so, um, and I think it's so important to have that work-life balance and make sure that you're looking after yourself and you've got other bits of enjoyment in your life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we love our job, but it is a job. Yeah. It's work. So you have to, you know, you have to have other bits that excite you in life. And, yeah. You know. I think I'm at that point now of like, yeah. who am I? Where am I going to settle? Yeah. What is happening? Like craving a bit of, not security, but yeah, security, I suppose. Yeah. And just a bit of a, an anchor, yeah. I think, especially after the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I moved home with my mum over the pandemic and I felt like I regressed back into like my childhood self. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like being back away on tour, I'm like, oh, this is me again. Oh, but maybe I don't, I shouldn't be going back home again now. Maybe I should be going back to London or, mm. or moving somewhere else and, and trying to start life. And it's yeah. hard, isn't it? But there's no, there's no time scale on these things. No, there's nothing no. to say that that's what you should be doing. Yeah. You just do what you feel right. It's right for you. And In the present moment, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. If you want to live nomadically and tour for the next five years, then do it. Mm-hmm. Have fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always say, just go out and enjoy yourself, and then you can settle down when you feel you need to. Yeah, true. True that. Oh, man. Oh, Gotta man. get out of the existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> and, um, how have you found your first tour, Vic? Yeah, I've loved it, actually. Like, it's been really nice. It's been like a good little taste already, because obviously it's not been very long. But, yeah. But I've really loved it, and, like, we've got such a nice company like mm-hmm. everyone is just so lovely I feel like we've become a little family over such a short period of time um, and it's just nice like it's nice to be able to like explore mm. new places with people that you like create a nice little tight-knit unit with yeah like I've done so much in Liverpool this month just because everyone's like oh what should we do this day and this day and this day and like you're all living really close to each other which like you don't always get with like your friends at home mm-hmm. so it's like it's quite it's a really unique experience it's I've really enjoyed it it's, because I, I knew you'd be good at touring. <laughs> like, I, Vic was with me on Harry Potter in time. Right. And um, and then next day, when, when I got down far, we sort of spoke, didn't we? Yeah. I just, you know, about her coming with me. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously I wanted to take her on to this. And I just knew that she would be, that she would thrive in that touring like, yeah. environment. She's just got, like, such a good personality. And mm-hmm. that oh. you're going to just immerse yourself in it. Because I think touring's not for everyone. And... Yeah. You know. I agree. I mean, yeah. I'm boring now. I don't go out, but and that's fine. You can have that. And yeah. Mm. But I think it's great to go out and socialize and yeah. Be that, yeah. Feel like that big part of the family, you know, which yeah, you know really you do does. really well. So. Nice. You do. You've done so many activities. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> exhausted. You come yeah. in <laughs> tired. I'm like, I have to change a wig now. But I can't because I've just been to the quirky quarter and then I've been eating brunch yeah. and. Then, and we had nightcap club last night. We've, club. we've kind of coined nightcap club, yeah. haven't we? Like I saw on Instagram, <laughs> especially in Liverpool, because there's just so many good places. So to have many little... good spots, and like I feel like we've only scratched the surface. That's the thing that's a bit of a shame. I feel like 
like settle down like, and I'm, I think I'm going to really miss it actually mm. this um, is a great city oh it's amazing it is it's like I think it's like my favourite city I've visited so far we went to this gorgeous like well there wasn't live jazz there last night but Petit Cafe. Petit Cafe. Petit Cafe. Kept saying Petit Falou. Petit Petit Cafe. That's on Berry Street as well, isn't it? That's uh, on the corner. Yeah. The corner of Berry and Duke, Duke Street. Street. Yeah, that was so nice. Even when there wasn't live jazz, I had like a really gorgeous jazz playlist, didn't they? And really strong cocktails. Really strong oh, yeah. I had like a Manhattan and it blew my head off. Yeah. But it was great. <laughs> it's great. It was really good. I was the same last night. I got really into my, my jazz. Like, I was drinking a a Manhattan and I was like feeling all smoky and, and cool and Mad Men like Christina from Mad Men Mad Men yeah. <laughs> I swear that's the only reason I drink old fashioned I know because of Mad Men I was the same I was, trying to, I was drinking one every night watching an episode Collins. of Mad Men <laughs> but isn't it so nice just to like realise that there's more to like life than just London yes you know like yeah it's not all about London you don't have to no work there and yeah and I love London I, I mean London. this I podcast is about the rest of the country because I feel like yeah. everything is so centered around London and I think yeah. the pandemic really shook that up and people were like no actually there is stuff going on outside yeah. and we can do this from home and we yeah. can do we can make theatre from home and we can do all sorts that we didn't think was possible without people in London and I think yeah. um, it, it's London's fantastic but there is so much more on offer around yeah. the UK. Yeah, totally. No, so true. And so full of character and personality. Mm. Oh, yeah. You often find those little creative jobs are the ones that aren't in London. Oh, because yeah. they're maybe smaller budgets, but they're, they've got that license to be a bit more push the boundaries creatively. Yeah, you yeah. Know? less commercial. Yes, exactly. So yeah. you get those quirky little jobs, which are so much fun. Oh my God, I love... Lots of love problem solving, especially from a wigs and makeup point of view, mm. you know. You've maybe got a smaller budget, but you're having to problem solve and yeah. you know create these looks based on a smaller budget. Yeah. Or, you know, so it's it's lovely to work. You know, in regional theatres sometimes. Yeah. Thank you for this tour. You've been my agony aunts. You've been my <laughs> emotional support. The unspoken emotional support. You can add this bit in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm gonna thank you for being. Yeah. My no, therapist for the tour. It's been it's such been, a lovely it's tour. It's been our pleasure. It's been and such a lovely tour. We've, yeah. we've loved it. And the company have been lush. Oh yeah, everyone's so nice. You know. I'm going to miss you. Park and Mark. Okay, so I've come downstairs. I'm backstage in the stage right wing. And who am I with? Uh, you're with Kyle, Tech ASM SM cover. <laughs> and uh, who am I with? Adam, Technical Swing. Technical swing. Guys, what's going on here? So today we have been preparing for our loadout tomorrow. So we've been labeling loads of boxes um, and getting ready for the big loadout tomorrow. Blimey really. neck. Yeah, and what, um, so what is it involved? Like what have you been putting in boxes that you obviously don't need for tonight's show? So all the props sort of stuff we've still got for the show, um, but like the paint kit, all the glitter for the our big sparkly piano, spare the props. Doubles. Yeah. Oh, the piano. Talk about the piano. <laughs> Talk about the piano in this show. There the, is a the piano. The big white piano. The big white piano. Big Go white on, piano. Um, the big white piano is, what would you say? It's about 10 foot long? 10 foot long. Basically the size of Baby Grand. 
Um, it is on air brakes, which are anyone that's ever worked with air brakes know they're notoriously temperamental, <laughs> um, and they get charged up with an air compressor every show, and the release of pressure and stopping it allows the brakes to go up and down. It, just, and it makes it easier to move the heavier objects in the show, doesn't it, really? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's full of glitter. Full of glitter, which it's you've had to redo. And I think I'm still finding glitter from when we redid it about two, three weeks ago. Adam, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still finding glitter from rehearsals. Yeah. I know, because it's like, it's white, it's huge, it's white, and people tap on it. People yeah. tap on it, so we slip no more it. Yeah. Um, slip no more, what's that? Slip no more, so the slip no more is a product that makes the stage that the dancers are dancing on non-slippy. It's, a, it's like an artificial liquid rosin. Oh. Similar to what ballerinas would use when they're on point. It yes. went wrong once, didn't it? Kyle, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> the slip no more. Uh, was that when I redid the piano? And did it refuse with the glitter and, and <laughs> didn't quite work? It didn't, it didn't so, quite work, so did it? So Kyle was trying to uh, use a two-part, essentially, resin and didn't use two parts. <laughs> oh, no! So it just stayed like a liquid. Yes, uh, so we had to repaint the whole piano and start all over again. Overnight, yes. Oh no, and you had to stay overnight and do that. Yeah. While everyone else was having a drink. Yes, you were. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so sorry about that. So like, how, how long do you think the get out's going to be tomorrow? So the quickest we've done the get out was in Sunderland, where we were previous to Liverpool, which was seven and a half hours. Oh. Um, it's a four trailer show. So we've got our props trailer, with wardrobe, we've got the set trailer, Alex and Sound share a trailer, and then we've also got the flying trailer, which is everything that's thrown in the show. Um, tomorrow we've got one show, when do we finish? Five. Five. So I reckon we'll be, be out just before midnight, just midnight. after midnight. As long as it's not like our first so, move where we started at 10 and left at 7 a.m. Yeah, so I, yeah. I reckon seven, seven and a half hours, but because it's our last move as well, everything goes back to where, where it started. Yeah. So like wardrobe's going back to where wardrobe side in Bristol, um, props going back to a company called Rocket um, yeah. in Nottingham. Um, so it's, it's a very specific truck pack than what we did on Different. the tour. We'll yeah. to think, think as we pack. Yeah. You're not packing for what works for the show, you're packing for what works for where it's going. For the return. Yes. You're not packing for what? What was that? Nick from Sound, our sound guy? Not packing for how it works for the show, you're packing for where it needs to go. Yes, that's it. That's and the it. order it's going there as well. Right. Yeah, like, like lighting and sound. Lighting historically have gone on the trailer first and then sound, but because of the order, it's getting dropped off. Sound have got to go on the trailer first and then lighting. Right, so we okay. Have to switch that round. I'm Nick. I'm the head of sound on White Christmas. Yay! He's a very famous TikToker. He's very. He's, very he's getting famous. there on the TikTok. He lives for the TikTok. He had like such a jazzy sequin jacket on yesterday for the talk. Living his best life. <laughs> what did our audience member say to you the other day? Someone came up to you and was like, I follow you on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah. We're in the midst of greatness. <laughs> um, is your loadout going to be quite a lot, sound-wise? should be about the same as normal, to be honest. Okay, how um, long's that? Uh, oh, now you're asking. I think it's about five and a half, six hours, depending on how things go, like if we get held up by something, but yeah, five and a half, six hours. So I'm hoping that we might be, we might get away a little bit earlier than the stage team. Yeah. Um, Will you be ringing in the new year on stage at the Liverpool Empire? Potentially. Very likely. Very likely. Very likely. Happy very new likely. year. Who am I joined by now? Bobo. Hi. Bobo. I, 
Oh, are we parking and barking? We're parking and barking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, we are. Bobo is sound number two. I am sound number sound two. Sound number two. Yes. Hi. Fantastic. Hello. No, just catching up with everybody about what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, it's the penultimate day today, so what we're prepping, what we're doing. We'll do a show and go home. Good yeah. stuff. Legends. Well, we, can't, we can't really prep much as the sound team because, like, all of our stuff is used during the show. We can't put anything away until the show is completely over. So mm. we literally can't. feel like doing the last number without any mics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. We just start oh, taking we... all the speakers down. Oh, we just leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see you later. <laughs> A number early. Just project. <laughs> just <Yeah>. project. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Um, well, thank you for the tour. Thank you for keeping us mic'd and loud. <laughs> <laughs> and vocally safe. Uh, Fantastic. It's been great. Hey, peace out. I'm off. Bye. I am with our fantastic wardrobe team currently in the quick change area at the back of the stage. The final show is about to start. Madness, introduce yourselves, girls. I'm Melissa, I'm head of wardrobe. Yeah. I'm Sandra, I'm assistant. assistant. Um, I'm Nicola, I'm deputy head of wardrobe. Yeah. yeah! Girls, like, what... I mean, you've probably got a busy day ahead of you all packing down this show. Like, what's, what's that involved? Yeah. Yeah. We've done a lot of the packing already. It's my favourite bit of the job. Yes! <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've got to get all the costumes cleaned. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, packed away and ready for going back into storage. And there's a lot of costumes, isn't there? There's quite a lot of costumes. We, um, we did a little count when we started um, in rehearsals and with pieces of costume and accessories and shoes, we think there's about a thousand items of costume per show. <gasps> a thousand? Which is a lot to lose. So how many, how many like trundles is that there? Like the trundle... Actually, so, explain what a trundle is. So the, the trundle is basically a big wooden um, box with a clothes rail inside on wheels um, that all the costume gets stored in and it has a front that goes on it when it gets loaded onto the truck. Yeah. Um, and it just protects all of the costume and everything else, like the shoes and stuff, goes in the bottom. Um, yeah, we have ten of them. Um, Ooh, ten so trundles of costume. Big. And then we have skips as well, which are big sturdy cardboard boxes that have quite a lot of spares costumes yeah. as well spares and, and shoes and hats yeah you've got all the yeah. understudy stuff yeah. as well so you've yeah. got like first and second cover yeah. ones yes. like that and yeah oh my god so much so yeah. much going on today we have six of those as well so. yeah. yeah there's a lot and they're, they're great for storing like extra bits that we need to like sneak on the truck oh the show's starting ah. <laughs> we're gonna have to go i might catch you again in the interval Love you, bye. yay park and bark it's the interval, and Nick's here. Hello. Nick, what have you been like packing up as you go along? Like when scenes are finished. Yeah, so on get out day, we normally um, once things are done with, we we start packing them away. Um, it just gives us a head start for the yeah. get out. Um, so once things are done, they go into trundles, they get packed. Shoes, the shoes are done with, they go into baskets, and um, and. Get ready, really, to yeah. for the for the out. Um, How long do you think it's going to take you to get out tonight? Um, well, because it's the end of the tour, uh, we have to get all the laundry and all the washing washed and dried. Oh my gosh! Uh, which we don't normally have to do because we normally take it and do it at the following venue. Right. Um, but we um, will have to do that tonight. Um, so we think show comes down just after five. We reckon we'll be out 
Nine-ish. Half before nine. midnight. Half night. Yeah, way before midnight. If before we're still mid- here at midnight, something's not very wrong. Before midnight <laughs> on New Year's Eve, because they're not yeah. going to finish the actual get out until. No, they think if they do it in their, if they match their quickest time, they should be out at half twelve. So oh, I, think, I think they're still going to be here. Going to ring gonna in twenty twenty three. Yeah. On stage. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and where are you going? Are you staying in Liverpool for New Year? Or are you? Yeah, yeah. We finish it after nine probably so I'm gonna go back to my digs and sort my life out a little bit and um and yeah go out on the out on the tomb out on the town yeah well you've yeah, been an absolute good. legend for the absolute lot of you looking after us Monique's just currently putting the tap mics on yeah no it's been, it's been such a nice tour it's it's a shame that it's been a short one it's yeah. been really short and sweet yeah. like it's such a lovely company good squad we're, we've had a laugh great squad yeah, yeah. Good times. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I hope it all goes well. Thank you. <laughs> Park and Mark.